What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Freddie Inferno's Up and In podcast. And today we have the debut of a new podcast series yet to be named. We might come up with one later today. Never know. But this new podcast series is a more entertainment and comic book style kind of podcast. We will go in depth on some comic book series that we're reading. We'll go issue by issue. Each podcast episode might have one, two, maybe even three issues that we cover in it. This first one from me personally will be two issues out of a six volume that I will talk about on this podcast. I will have a a new co-host for this. We'll introduce him later. But yeah, this is just the intro for this new series. I hope y'all like it. No name yet moving forward, so we'll just be under the Freddy Inferno Up and In Fire podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode here, Freddy Inferno's Up and In podcast. And today comes a new podcast series for y'all. This one is more um, comic book based, uh, entertainment based. It'll go over some movies, some comics, some TV shows, anything that falls within that line will be covered on this new podcast called blaze reviews. So with me on this podcast is a new co-host with me and that is, uh, I'll pass it off to him right now. Uh, hi, how's everybody doing? This is, uh, Alex, uh, Alejandro Espinosa. You know, you can call me Alex or Weddle. Um, y'all can follow me on Twitter, Instagram at, uh, imp the bandit. Um, and that's really it for me. Let's go ahead and get, get started. All right. And so the premise of this, podcast series is uh we want to go ahead and cover anything that really draws our interest so whether it be comic book series so i'll have a series i'm gonna kind of like give a quick review on later on in this episode and uh alex will give his as well and then so moving forward we'll have a set schedule of like we'll do a series at a time we'll give our thoughts and our reviews on it and if we like recommend it as well so we'll give those and then if y'all want to see us cover any other things, such as uh, any TV shows, any movies, because we should be getting movies back this year, hopefully. And then uh, so from there, we'll kind of go from there and it'll kind of pave the way for this. This is still the first episode of this, so it's still a work in progress. We hope that y'all like it, though. And uh, with that, we'll kind of jump right into it. So my review for this week is on the Deceased comic book series. So what... This is is a kind of zombie take on the DC like comic book universe. And so what it was though, what 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 really made it stand out for me was that it wasn't your normal like zombie kind of uh like disease like someone gets bitten, someone turns or someone is in a lab and it creates the the like zombie virus. This one was different because this comic book series, so in the first issue, it starts with the Justice League in case I don't know, it consists of, like, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Flash, you know, like, most of the main, like, DC characters. And from there, it leads into, they're fighting Darkseid, Darkseid, and he just, like, retreats from the battle without, without even doing anything. He invades Earth, he's there for a week, they capture him, and they force him to leave, and he's, and, but he said as he left that he already had what he, that he already had what he came for. So with that, it it's really gripping because like seeing like like seeing Darkseid fight like against them like against like Superman, Batman, and, and the rest of the Justice League, it's something that is normally a, a huge battle, 
and people normally die in it, but he kind of just retreated because he already got what he wanted. So what he wanted was the anti-life equation. So what this is, is something that allows him to take over people's minds. And he had half of the equation, and the other half of the equation was in Cyborg. So he kidnapped Cyborg, uh, took him back to Apocalypse, and then he used Cyborg's half, his half, and created the full anti-life equation. So what this is, is, is an online kind of like network of, uh, of kind of like a zombie virus that lets him take, take over people's minds. But what happens is, is he gets taken over instead. So Darkseid gets infected. He's the first infected person once he combines his with Cyborg. And so from there, uh, we have kind of like, like Darkseid goes crazy. He blows up the entire planet of, of Apocalypse. But before that happens, Cyborg is transported back to Earth. And that is where the anti-life equation goes wild. So with there, he gets transported back to Earth. And as he lands back on Earth, the virus is, is transferred through social media. So anyone that has a screen, really, around the world would have, would have been infected upon, like, as he hit back on Earth. So what, what was interesting for me in this one was that <clears throat> it was really nice to see that the zombie virus didn't, like, originate, like, from a bite. It was from the internet, which is something that everyone does and everyone has and everyone has access to. So it was interesting to see this different kind of take on it and that, and that so many people were instantly affected by it. So that's the first issue of it. It's kind of just everyone's realizing like, oh, man, like, like we need to f- figure out a way to counteract this. And then as it goes from there, it leads to... Apocalypse being blown up, Cyborg comes back to Earth, and the only heroes who kind of realized it at first were Batman and, of course, uh, Superman as well. So from there, it leads to this whole thing where they're trying to destroy screens and shut off the internet, and Superman was good with it. He was able to protect his family, but Batman was a little bit too slow as he was shutting off his own computers and protecting them from the internet. He forgot about the rest of the manor. So as he progresses up, <clears throat> he sees already that Nightwing, that Nightwing, Tim Drake, and Batgirl have all already been infected by their phones. So there are zombified versions of Nightwing, Tim Drake's Robin, and Batgirl. And so then Batman is forced to fight them. And while he's fighting them, Batman gets bitten and is then turned into a deceased zombie. And uh, so that's the end of the two issues that I kind of went over here. It was just a, a very interesting thing because you kill off pretty much like the most important player like in the DC universe in Batman. And he's the smartest guy. He's probably the most like rec- the most rec- recognizable name as well. And it's just um, I I feel like it was a good spin on it. And that's only the first two issues. Like like it's 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 crazy how they just like how they're just like okay bombshell like like we're killing off Batman. Yeah, like, it, it, it's absolutely insane there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She, e, e, even the issues I read, I, there's there's some some craziness going on like that, which we'll go over here in a bit. But that's that's crazy. That that honestly, I like how they took a take on those zombies too. How you said it's it was with the screens and stuff, not a you know a typical old bite or a disease or virus or something. Yeah, uh, I found it a lot more like realistic almost because yeah. like everyone's always on their phone like, like it's almost like like you know like people are, are zombies like to their phone like people 
will see their, their their screen light up or will hear it ring and they instantly go to it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And with that, that's my short review on the key points in the first two issues. Like I said, it's, it's still a work in progress. And uh, so we'll go to Alex now and we'll let him uh, do his view on his comic series. Alrighty, guys. So the what I read was the first... Uh, let's see, one, two, the first four issues of The Road to Metal. And The Road to Metal consists of Dark Days, The Forge, issue one, Dark Days, The Casting, number one, uh, Final Crisis, six through seven, uh, which those are the first four I read. And then there's The Return of Bruce Wayne, number one, Batman, 38 through 39, and Nightwing, uh, number 17, which we'll probably go over on the next podcast. But for the first four, um, the story of The Road to Metal basically begins with Hawkman uh, narrating about his previous lives. Um, basically, he was writing in a journal. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Hawkman is uh, an immortal superhero Um immortal in the sense of when he dies he's reincarnated not immortal like oh he's a uh, you know uh just forever living so whenever he dies he's reincarnated and whoever's body he's in it always takes time for him and his wife hawk woman to to realize that that they've been reincarnated and that they've been living you know all these lives so the story begins with that and it basically switches back and forth between him batman and green lantern and duke thomas um so the first issue is titled uh, the forge uh, number one, and yeah, um, begins like I said with Hawkman narrating about a night in Egypt where a ship made of ninth metal um, landed in Egypt, you know, next to his tribe. And uh, the metal they discovered granted him, his wife, and their mortal enemy, Hathset, it granted them immortal life. Um, and Hathset, then he uh, he spends his powers basically taking away the memories and history of Hawkman and Hawkwoman's previous lives. Uh, so basically Hawkman thinks that that night, um, you know, with the ninth medal arriving to him, he, he thinks that that's his first life that he's ever lived. Um, but after that, you know, basically he goes on to live lifetimes of basically seeking the truth about this, the, the ninth medal and the power it possesses. Um, and eventually, you know, when Hawkman finally realizes the truth that it holds, he realizes that, um, like maybe it's not what it seems and he basically urges whoever comes across this again to uh to to never follow in his footsteps and well unfortunately batman was the next person to discover this metal and well we all know how stubborn he can be so with that being said um batman begins his journey to discover the truth uh you know about the ninth metal and the secrets it possesses but while he's doing that he's holding it uh, like he he's he's hiding it from the justice league and the bat family um, along the way so as he gets closer to the truth uh green lantern is sent to wayne manor on a private mission to prevent all this from happening um but green lantern wasn't really given specific instructions um you know whenever he was sent on this mission so he arrives to wayne manor not knowing what's going on like not knowing who or what he's got to stop and he runs into duke thomas which is uh, a new sidekick of batman whose mother was a victim of joker's laughing toxins so um, he tries to prevent Green Lantern from entering a secret cave within the Batcave and fails to do so. Um, so he follows behind Green Lantern into that secret cave and they run into the Joker where they find out that Batman has also been holding another secret. You know, he's been holding the Joker down there um, behind everyone's back. And of course, Duke gets furious um, and the Joker, who's seen the truth in the ninth metal, he breaks free from the prison and he tries to destroy the machine that Batman is using to to gain all this information. Um, but of course, Green 
Green Lantern and Duke, they they just see him like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's trying to mess something up. So they stop him. And uh, Joker says, as they stop him, you guys just don't see it. I was trying to be the good guy this time, which he was, because the truth that Batman is searching for is basically what's going to cause like the destruction of the multiverse and cause the war between uh, the everlasting war of birds and bats, which is like Hawkman or like the Court of Owls against Batman and um. Basically, that was it on the first two issues of of the Road to Metal, and the second, the last two issues were Final Crisis six through seven. Where um, what you said, uh, Freddie, on about your issues kind of makes sense now because when I was reading Final Crisis, I was a little lost because yes, there was the anti life uh, equation in there. Okay. Yeah, basically, yeah. So in Final Crisis six through seven, Darkseid basically he's already manipulated all of the superheroes and multiple universes, and uh, like you said, he blew up Apocalypse. He ends up uh, falling into like this this uh what do i call it like uh this zone where time time light and space are all one uh so that's where he is and uh that's where he is with uh the the anti-life equation and yet like i said he's basically like already manifested the minds of most of the superheroes there um so yeah um after that batman of earth zero uses a bullet of radiotoxin to shoot and fatally wound Darkseid, but before Darkseid can actually die, Darkseid kills Batman as well. Um, so like you said, they kind of, they're kind of like killing off the main the main characters here, which is cool. You know, it kind of like, it, it keeps me, you know, coming back wanting more. And what I like about these issues is that it really shows all the superheroes like in their, like in a very vulnerable state, you know, like, like they're down to their last bit, their last resort. Like some of them are even losing hope as if they can even stop what's going on. Um, but so, yeah, once Batman is dead, Superman, um, before all this happened, he recruited Captain Marvel of Earth 5 to recruit every Superman of 50 different Earths. Uh, so while that's going on, um, you know, Darkseid's dying. Superman's creating this miracle machine out of the Ninth Meadow as well to make like this one big wish to stop all of this. And at the same time, while that's going on, uh, two flashes, which is Barry Allen and Wally West. Um, they got their own thing going on, but they find out too, like, okay, dark side's over here where, you know, space, lime and tight space, time and light is all one. And they figure like, okay, we got to get to him. Um, but by doing this, we're going to have to run as fast as we can, you know, and with them doing that, it attracts this villain called uh, the black fat, the black flash or the black racer. So basically what their goal is, is to lure the black flash to dark side. So dark side can meet his death, which essentially is what happens and um, after that, there's another villain that appears named Mandrake, um, who seems to be even more cruel and more evil than Darkseid. And he tries to kill Superman as well. But right before all that can happen, um, Captain Marvel with all 50 Supermen, you know, arrive. And the Green Lanterns also arrive, which their rings were being drained. Their powers were being drained from the Ninth Metal. So like with the last of their power and like with the last of, you know, the Supermen and the last of everything... You know, they all come together and defeat Mandrake. And um, there, there's also a character in this these two stories named Nix Uaton. I think I'm pronouncing it right. And uh, he was with the Council of Monitors. And I, it seems like in the story he was banned for some reason from the Council of Monitors. But after helping the Green Lancer Corps and all the Supermen defeat Mandrake, um, or Mandrake, whatever his name is, um, he returns to the Council of Monitors and basically tells them, uh, or he requests that that the multiverses be left alone because they were basically the reason for, you know, this final crisis. And now that 
you know, they're all under construction and trying to get back to where they were basically like, let's just leave them alone and let them have their freedom and their peace. But that was only the end of the beginning. So um, obviously there's more evil to come somehow, some way. Um, but yeah, that's basically it for my first four issues. Um, like I said, I, I liked it because yes, it, sh- it showed a lot of vulnerability in the superheroes and yeah, killing off Batman and, and the secrets that Batman's always holding and you know, that, that's just where, you know, what, what really got me. Um, so, yeah, the last four issues of The Road to Metal we'll probably cover in the next, the next podcast, which would be The Return of Bruce Wayne and Batman and Nightwing. Yeah, so uh, just kind of like comparing and, and, and going like, like comparing and contrasting our different uh, series right now. So it seems like with mine, like there isn't really like an overarching villain because of like, it's just like zombies everywhere. And right. like as more heroes become zombies it's 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 like they're stuck with the whole like man like we have to fight this person even though like he was just on our side like five minutes ago and it, it's just insane how how like mine is very like like everyone is together versus world and, and it it's like villains and heroes as, as well like i've already read the whole series so as it moves on you'll start to see more characters come in and more and just like different things start to happen different characters start to evolve Right. And um, so like with mine, like, like it's not really heroes versus villains. It's more of like heroes versus like like the world. Like the right. heroes have to protect the world, and have to like protect um humanity almost at at this point, and try and like save like Earth. But um, and then yours, and like it just sounds like very interesting to to for me to eventually get into that one because like you already touched about how like Darkseid has the 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 anti-life equation which is right. like introduced in the series that i'm reading now so okay now it's like, man like like now like i'm ready to to kind of read that one and see like what dark side does with it fully and how yeah. like, that series goes yeah and i'm definitely ready to read yours especially how you said like the, the series that i'm reading it's it's not villains versus heroes because yeah like i said even joker says like you know i was trying to be the good guy this time because you know even though he is you know as psycho as he is, you know, he, he still doesn't want the world he lives in to come to an end. And that's what he's trying to prevent, you know, help prevent, uh, you know, since he's seen the truth of, of what that metal holds. And yeah, I, I do, I did realize that in my series as well, because Lex Luthor did pop up. Um, I didn't get as depth as I could have, because of course, you know, hopefully the listeners and the readers can go and, you know, you know, discover this for themselves and see how they like it. But Lex Luthor did pop up in the final crisis and he was one of the few villains who actually was on dark side side, um, as opposed to, you know, teaming up with the rest of the villains and superheroes to, to stop the world and multiverses from, you know, from falling apart. And, uh, this is just kind of like the first kind of like run through of it. So we understand that this might be kind of like choppy at first, uh, we're still trying to figure out our flow for this and how we're going to do it exactly. But kind of moving on now, um, going to any TV series. So what are you watching right now that might be of uh, interest? Okay, so I have finished all four or five, I should say, of the Marvel TV series that were on Netflix, which is uh, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Punisher, and The Defenders. I've watched all of those, and I am in the middle of watching The Flash, The Arrow, Supergirl, Black Lightning and Legends of Tomorrow. But all of those, I'm actually about two seasons behind. So those I actually have to catch up on uh, in order for us to really give like a, you know, a more modern review on those. But I am caught up with all the Marvel shows. Um, 
So yeah, right now I'm, I've been I basically just been focusing on the DC TV shows. I'm honestly almost done with Gotham now. I'm on the last few episodes of Gotham. Um, so once I'm done with that one, we could probably we'd probably be able to do a review on the on the whole Gotham TV series as a whole. Yeah, and uh, and then also like as more stuff starts to come out, like uh, Wandavision is, is a weekly thing, so we can even talk about that uh, awesome. every week. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be definitely. able to talk about like WandaVision. And then as we also go back to, to watch other older kind of series. So like I've watched most of Star Wars, but Alex is still kind of like catching up on it. Right. But uh like to me like, it's a great series and I can still go back and watch episodes like like and, and, and honestly get lost in it again, like and just keep watching <laughs> it and not even worry about it. And, yeah. Um, so like it'll be interesting to, to hear once Alex does finish some more Star Wars stuff, I can talk to him about it and see how like how how, how he how he reacts to certain things as he's new to it versus me. Who's known most of this stuff for the past, like five, six, seven, eight, nine years. Yeah. Honestly, I think that'll be something kind of fun. Yeah. Like a new and old perspective, um, touching back on one division, just real quick. I am caught up on that is not caught up. Uh, I just haven't seen episode three, but I know this week episode four is coming out. So maybe I could watch those two and see if we can try to squeeze those in as well. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's also like, like, I know, like I, I haven't watched very much of any of the Marvel Netflix series. I did watch all of Daredevil, and I did watch the first scene of, of Jessica Jones. But I didn't watch Luke Cage. I didn't watch Iron Fist. I didn't watch the Defenders. Yeah. And then I also I watched some of Flash and some of Arrow, but I'm not very deep into all of the stuff on the on the TV side for DC. It's yeah. A lot of like series and a lot of like information to just kind of like honestly, gather. yeah. With with DC, they have so many TV shows and they've kind of combined them all together to what they call the Arrowverse. And yeah, it it sometimes it does begin to get a little overwhelming as as far as like, oh, uh, what order do I have to watch the series in? Because, um, like how I said, I'm about two seasons behind on each of those season or each of those series. Um, you kind of do have to watch them like together and like. The se- like the seasons as they aired, you have to watch them together because all the seasons like uh, collide together, if that makes sense. Uh, so each season they might do a collaboration. You know, Flash and Arrow might do a collaboration one season, and then the next season maybe Arrow and Supergirl or something. So it's not something where you could just pick one and watch it all the way through. You do have to kind of bounce around, and uh, yeah, it does kind of get overwhelming at some point. Uh, and now they have a new TV show coming out called Superman and Lois, which is also part of the Arrowverse. And that Superman was introduced in, uh, in the Supergirl TV show. Uh, so yeah, it definitely can be a lot, but it is fun. You know, once you, once you're into it and caught up, it, it's, uh, I, I think it's something pretty good. Yeah. And then, uh, that's just something that, that we can also like look into. And if, if that's something that you like, as a, like, as a listener, want us to, to talk about because that's one that you watched. We can even give it a watch. I'll I'll go and find somewhere to watch all these shows at and just try and just like knock it all out. But um so yeah, so that's something else that we're looking to do. And then the last thing we're looking to do is any kind of talk about like movies, even if it's older movies, if y'all want us to go back and watch a certain like uh, a certain movie like 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 from the like from the MCU or from the DCEU, we we can go back, watch it, give a like review on it. Uh, if that's something that that's potentially on the line or on the table to do, I don't mind doing that. Going back, watching a movie like once a week, just kind of like refreshing our, ourselves on it. And that's something else that we could look into. And then, of course, as new stuff comes out, we'll start doing stuff on that as well. Definitely, definitely. 
But um, yeah, so this is the very first episode of the Blaze Reviews underneath the Freddy Inferno Up and In podcast series. Um, any parting words for people right here as we go off for now, Alex? Um, I'd probably just say follow follow us on our social medias. Y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all have Freddy Infernos already, but like I said again, mine's If the Bandit as I M P T H A B A N D I T. Um, if y'all want to keep up with us, uh, we both retweet and repost each other's posts and whatnot. Um, so yeah, just give us a like and a follow or a share, and you know, h- help us expand this. Yeah, and and. We're also very active with the way that we talk on Twitter. Like, we'll go in there and we'll talk about comics and movies and stuff. So, if you ever want to jump into the conversation, we'll, we're there as well. It's always fun and, and, and easy to talk on Twitter like that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're always open to, you know, any time for conversations like that, uh, whether it's following a podcast we just dropped or, you know, just out of the blue. Um, yeah, we're, we're always on there for that. All right. And with that, we're, we're going to wrap this one up. I am Freddie Inferno. Y'all know where to find me. I am at Freddie Inferno on every single major platform. Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, everything. I am Freddie Inferno. He is Alex at Imp the Bandit on Twitter and Instagram, right? Yes. All right. And with that, we're out for this first one. All righty. Blaze interview. We out.